Hello, and welcome to another Geeky On podcast. Uh, this week we have a very special podcast for you because we actually broadcasted live from Free Comic Book Day at Stadium Comics. And what we did is I interviewed a bunch of different creators and artists that had uh, tables there and basically just sort of got a sort of short form interview with a bunch of different guests and we broadcasted it while we were there and I have compiled the interviews and I'm releasing them in two parts this week. So this is part one of the podcast. We have Ricky Lima to start. Uh, from Black Hole Hunters Club that we've had on before. And then it goes uh, Alvaro Cruz, uh, T. Medeiros, and then we have Nicholas Lukic, and then Vince Sunico. So um, we plan on doing more of these sort of live broadcasts. Uh, it had some hiccups, but um, it, it was really fun and exciting to do, and I hope you enjoy them. And look out for part two, which is going to be coming out on Thursday. numbers anymore no one no one actually memorizes numbers disgusting the cell phone has killed our ability to memorize 10 digit numbers my brain is mush yeah and that's you know that's that's what everyone's brains are becoming that's you know that's my <laughs> old crotchety man view of the future well but yeah yeah so we're here at free comic book day at stadium comics which is pretty amazing because yes, this is like one half step shy of a convention in in all reality you know basically it's brampton con 2014 yeah i mean is that going to be a thing no because it's free comic book day so it's not <laughs> going to be a thing yeah. but it's pretty insane like it's we're here at 10 in the morning and there's yeah. there are lines of people like waiting to get well free comics which is understandable because yeah. i would get in line to get free comics but i'm busy doing a podcast <laughs> so i Good hope job. you enjoy it um, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're you're set up here today. You've got uh, you're selling Black Hole Hunters. Black Hole Hunters Club. Yeah, we uh, uh, got new printings of everything, and we did it at Gorilla Printing. Oh man, they look so good. Like it's I was like, seeing pictures. Oh, it's so beautiful. Like for the past couple of issue or uh, printing runs, we've gone with other people. Yeah. And it's been like such a hassle, and it's been the worst. And they they came out so like not to my standards <laughs> and then uh so then gorilla got their printer back up and it was like yeah. it was like the clouds opened up and sun came through and well, so much better now them being back online is a big deal because i mean uh, anyone or a lot of people in, in sort of the toronto comics yeah. community knows that like they're a, a go-to printer for a lot so of comics good. people around here and yeah they do great stuff and that's that's fantastic that they're back so you're yeah. doing i saw that you guys have a sketchbook yes limited edition sketchbook and it's limited. one uh 
out of 50. We only have 50 of them. And uh, this book is a little bit different because I, I hand-bound it myself. Me and my girlfriend, wow. Tina, we, we sat down and we printed it and then we stapled it and we cut it. And I learned so much about printing that I did not know. That's amazing. Like, uh, I don't know if you know about the live area when you print. Yeah, like there's the there's the area that like you know there's the the bleed or whatever. Yeah, where, like, well there's the bleed and then yeah. there's the area that they say don't put anything important in. And I was yeah. like I don't understand why like it's it's part of the page. Why wouldn't I put stuff there? But then when but you then, print it, right? Yeah, yeah, when you print it, when you fold it, it's not like it's not it's good. not straight. Yeah, yeah, like, so then when you cut it, it cuts stuff off. And I was like oh man, I get it now. <laughs> so yep. The, so all the listeners at home, that's that's what it's for. Insights into the yeah. printing world. That's awesome though. I mean that harkens back to like the zine days and like the ash oh, yeah, days of sure. comics where you know you'd you'd yeah. make your own thing, you'd like run Xeroxes and you'd staple it yourself. This yeah. is obviously a higher quality and you know <laughs> the book looks amazing. But like, you know, that whole yeah. DIY from the ground up yeah. making it yourself. I felt, I felt so legit, dude. Yeah, that's super legit. Yeah. You like are, I cut myself know, a couple of times, I was like, this is yeah. real, man. You're bleeding for your yeah, art. This is real. That's, I that's loved exactly it. Exactly what it is. Yeah. I mean, literally. <laughs> but uh, that's really cool. So you've got that, and do you have a new issue out as well? Or? No, we tried to get one out, but uh, a lot of things were happening, so we couldn't. That's why we have the sketchbook. It was like, ah, we'll, well yeah, get that Well, yeah, you out. guys have an yeah. offering, which is which is big. I mean, yeah. it's good to bring something to an event like this. But uh, issue five is on its way, and it's going to be the best. Yes. Yeah, it's a double-sized issue. So. Uh, I, I loved what I've read so far. It's it's so much fun. Yeah. Book. And everyone's everyone's pretty excited about that I've talked to. Like it's just a fun book. That's what I'm hoping, man. That's yeah. what I'm hoping. And I'm sure I'll get Shane on here later to to gush about the book as well. But um, let's talk a bit about today as well. Like I mean, you work for Stadium as well. Like I how do. do you find that this uh, free comic book day is measuring up so far? It's obviously oh, early. Yeah, no, this is actually the biggest free comic book day we've ever put on. And it's um, we have, we had the support of the mall as well, which which yeah. was like super awesome. Yep, uh, shout out to Shoppers World. <laughs> Shoppers World. <laughs> Shoppers World. Uh, so they they helped us. And usually there's a blood clinic where we are. Yeah. Uh, but this year they're like, no, fuck that blood clinic. <laughs> and then they put them somewhere else so we can have this space. Forget like, saving lives. We have yeah. comics to give out. Oh, it's it's, it's awesome. Yeah, I love it. So now we have like a legit artist alleys, not just like cramped tables in front of the store. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty amazing. There's like a nice little square here with all kinds of different <laughs> artists. It's like almost bewildering. How much, how much, like how many art offerings and stuff there's here. So yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. But it's, it's humbling to see that Black Hole Underscope is not the coolest thing there. Yeah. You know, sometimes you go places and you're like, this is the coolest book. But I mean, let's be honest, it is here. the coolest thing anywhere it goes. Oh, I don't so. know about that. I mean, you got this sweet ass print here. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, if anyone, you know, anyone listening to this live, if you do come out, I have a very, very limited run of free mini posters yeah. that people can check out. Looks like two. Yeah, yeah, about two. Uh, no, there's <laughs> no. like sixty. It's pretty, pretty small. Nice. But um, yeah, and I got uh, a friend of mine from DeviantArt to provide the art for it. It's like a Bioshock um, sort of homage, which is uh, Absolute Jackass is the handle. So shout out to her. Nice. Um, and yeah, no, I mean, I like I was trying to be legit with this and come come at <laughs> it. It looks really almost legit. like a you got, professional you got, podcast. You got like a, a beautiful girl here with you it's amazing yeah exactly um my girlfriend ashley uh and yeah so i mean it's it's good times i'm excited about this whole whole event but um yes. yeah uh what what about the actual comics like i haven't even gotten a chance to look at what the free comics are this year <laughs> uh <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> that's funny 
Um, yeah, no, uh, the free comics we have. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Future's End, the new DC book. They have. Oh that. yeah, that looks amazing. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? It's like a like and there's then, a whole thing with basically all the superheroes going weird. And, yeah, like, it's like in the future. Uh, they have this um, history of hip hop book that's like so cool. Uh, what else? What else? Mouse Guard hardcover. I don't know if we got them in the store. What? They're like super limited. That's insane. And they're allocated to different stores, so I don't know. Uh, and uh, other stuff. Yeah. I thought <laughs> I saw something for the tick, which made me very excited. Yes, yeah, yeah, there's oh. something for the tick. Yeah. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, that's one of the coolest things is like with Free Comic Book Day, you get a chance to see a lot of stuff you wouldn't normally yeah. see, like, you know, one shot stuff or runs of things that maybe don't even, like, that they're not even still printing and just sort of mm-hmm. make a, bring awareness yeah. to stuff. And here at Stadium, they have crazy crazy amount of sales. Yeah. And it's like, you can pick up whatever you want for, like, super cheap. That's really true. I was looking through some of the deals and stuff, and it's insane because, like, you get entire swaths of comic stories for really cheap, like, like 20, 20 bucks. bucks or something it's like crazy. that. Um, not to be, like, a shameless plug, but also to be a shameless plug <laughs> for Stadium yeah. Comics here. But, like, I saw, like, Astonishing X-Men, like, basically yeah, the whole run crazy. is, like, 20, 20 bucks. bucks. It's, like, that's amazing. It's one of the best comic stories to be told in like yeah. recent years you know and you can get the whole thing for next to nothing and read that whole story so you'd be crazy not to buy it Whoa. come on down to stadium comics hey, you that's, know, like, that's good you yeah, should be an announcer yeah, i should be a pitch man there you go you know um there's a gap after billy mays uh, rest in peace <laughs> you know, he was yeah. he was great it's true but, <laughs> um but yeah i mean it, it looks like a pretty sweet event uh what are what are things you think people should be having an eye out for uh black hundreds club Oh yeah, that, and uh, geeky on Prince. Boom! <laughs> there you go. Um, balloons. We have helium balloons. You can suck in the helium, and then you can talk yeah. funny. That's right, true, right? And that may happen through the podcast. To? I'm not gonna do it right oh, now because I don't do know. It. Well, Ricky's gonna do it. You you heard it here first. Except here you haven't heard it yet. It's going to happen. Here we go. Let's do this. All what right. should I? What should I do? I don't, I don't know. know. Do you know how? To, yeah, there you go. Prepped with a balloon at the ready. Okay. I'm going to do a promo for Black Hole. I'm just going to do it. All right, it's time for Black Hole Hunters Club. Come down and pick it up. $5 an issue, bitches. <laughs> all right, that was pretty awesome. That's amazing. Oh, man, my voice is still all weird. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> all right, got air back. You know, there's another one that you can suck in that will deepen your voice. Really? Yeah. Which one? I, I like forgot Argon what it's called. Something? No, that'll probably, I, kill that'll probably kill you. <laughs> but I don't know what, it, what it's called. But, yeah, you can breathe it in, and your voice will get so Maybe low. It's, it's like Xenon? hilarious. I don't know. I, I don't Xenon. remember which one's are it's, it's gases. anti-helium. That's what it is. Yeah, the yeah. anti-helium. Here All right, awesome. Well, thank you, that's Eric. that's a fantastic first talk. Thank you, and that's a great note to end it on. So, thank you, Ricky, you guys. for coming and talking. There we go. So, all right. I'm here with Alvaro Cruz. Hey, hey, how's it going? Spent pencils. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, for those not aware, which I don't know, maybe a few, maybe maybe uh-huh. next to no one, because you guys, your rep precedes you. But uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what true, uh, what is spent pencils? What is a spent pencil? Uh, best way to describe it is uh, it's fan art for the fans. You know, uh, okay. in it's in its simplest form. You know, um, it's definitely a collective of a very creative group. Yep. Um, a lot of us are just artists who love to draw. You know, uh, we have guys who love comics. We have graphic designers. We have uh, 
any kind of artist you can think of from traditional to cartoon from comics to realism yeah. everything in between so yeah it's just a massive collection of uh, artists <laughs> yeah and I mean like I, I'm familiar with most of your guys work and I can say absolutely that it's all on a very high caliber oh, like thank you, you guys thank are you. very strong artists and yeah. um, like so what was the, the impetus behind creating a group like that like what was what do you think was oh uh, you know I guess that would have to go back to uh, back in the day for Arnold and Vince yeah like, yeah those are, those are the cornerstones of spent pencils and I think for them it was just a you know a, definitely a get together kind of yeah. a way to get together and do some art you know so sort of keep a community create exactly. a community yeah, which exactly. it definitely has because now you guys have quite a few members yeah I think we're at strong. like what 50 yeah <laughs> no. <laughs> no it's not that big but it's big it, it's there's big. definitely a it's lot of people yeah. um, which is awesome and I mean you guys all have your own projects you all, you're all you all your own artists as well yeah absolutely um, and I mean in your case you, you've got some projects of your own right yes I do yes uh, I'm running a few projects one of them is uh, one in the works I'm aiming for like a August release hopefully but yeah. uh, these things take time of course uh, The Glass Prison it's a project I've been hyping up for some time now it's a sweet name I thank mean, you thank right you. off the bat it's and, uh, evocative <laughs> yeah also we have a few short stories that we're working on you know cool. uh, stuff like the comic book challenge that uh, they had here yeah. at Stadium which is fantastic yeah. yeah that was a little while back but like Ricky who I, I was just talking yes. to had, had he put that together where it was a 24 hour yes uh, no this one I think or 12 12, 12 yeah. hour yeah, yeah 12 so hour. like 12 pages in 12 hours which is a, a challenging feat and it's awesome it is, I mean yes. I think it was Scott McCloud that actually came up with the original 24 yeah. uh, hour comic challenge which is just a great creative exercise it is so, it really is yeah I mean it's it's an amazing way to pump out like really interesting work and you you kind of prevent yourself from Think, like overthinking exactly like really letting yeah. that that like you know letting that creative block kind of get in there yeah. that critic that tell you like oh don't do that no and you end up creating crazy exactly. work seen, you have to do it you and know? I've seen amazing work come out of those oh uh, it's great yeah it's an it's an awesome challenge because uh, you know you're, you're making stories and at the end of the day you can be like I did it exactly you know, doesn't and have to be perfect but you did it yeah you know? and it's it's so important to just create you know like to not be yeah. too cri uh, critical of your own work and like you yeah. need to create to, to grow right yeah precisely, precisely which you know I guess is a again big part of spent pencils because you guys do a lot of work I mean yeah. you guys do a lot, I mean it's uh, you do a lot of pinup work you do a lot of like stuff at the conventions where you're doing sketches and things but always it's all, sketching it's all work right like, yeah I mean, no it's, this is work you know it's, uh, it's something about changing the culture as well uh, I think as far as artists go you know because you know you, you can never tell a kid hey you grow up to be an artist because there's money in that you know yeah they're generally geared away from it oh of course and yeah. you gotta change that culture you know yeah you, I mean you gotta change it it's like it's if it's what what drives you if it's what makes you happy then you should absolutely be doing it yeah, and it's great man. to see communities like that they're that actually doing that and I mean you guys reach out beyond like within the actual community like yeah. I mean you guys are based mostly in Mississauga and oh, Brampton a, I guess a lot of Mississauga a lot in Toronto yeah. uh, even out in uh, Oakville okay yeah we have a guy out in Oakville Ajax you know which is okay that's pretty that's absolutely. pretty broad sort of um, you know contingent which is pretty cool but I know that you guys have done stuff even within the community I know like I think last year you guys did something with the city of Mississauga yes uh, the Avroero project yeah that was uh, actually uh, our boy uh, Matt Sketch yeah yeah he actually got that going so that was really cool you know For and sure. to, to get that running I mean that's a really really proud project and yeah. uh, you know we've done stuff with uh, charity work with sick kids as well uh, Jace Wars as well yeah. uh, which was a charity fundraiser oh, kind okay. of a Star Wars theme oh that's awesome so doing those kind of works where you take yourself out of the making money process 
and just do it because you want to help someone and you have the ability to. And that's, that's fantastic. I mean, like to be putting, you know, your guys' skill sets and everything and, and to, to use to give back to the community is, you know, such a, a noble thing to do. Absolutely. And I mean, I think it's fantastic that that's actually a part of, you know, what you guys are aiming to achieve. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's fantastic. Um, but yeah, sorry, tell, tell me a little bit more about, uh, sorry, Glass Prison. Glass Prison, yeah. It's a, it's a story of a guy uh, going through recovery, I guess, within his own mind. Okay. Right? Um, so he's, he's literally kind of coming to terms with facing his inner demons. Um, and his demons take different forms and shape of these, like, really brutal monsters. I mean, these are, like, the cool. things and emotions that have been controlling his whole life up to this point. Yeah. He's got to battle his inner demons and face them, you know? And, uh... That's a pretty cool story from there. I don't want to get out too much. No, yeah, no, of course not. I mean, it's still yeah. in the works, but that's a really interesting Real concept yeah. and sounds kind of fun and almost psychedelic or like, you know, like a, you know, like a dreamscape type yeah, of... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which yeah. is definitely a fun sort of world to play in. Yeah. Which is awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, so you guys are here. You, you've set up a table here at yes, Stadium Comics for uh, Free Comic Book Day. Yes, we have, yes. Um, so, so what are you going to be doing here uh, at the convention? I think you're, you're doing some drawing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're doing... Uh, sketches. We got some sketch covers available as well. We have uh, prints as well and uh, free sketches as well. Oh, that's awesome. You know, if you want a free sketch, absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean, this no. is the day to do it, right? Exactly. I mean, like, you go to Fan Expo or something, you know, you, you got to pay bills, you know, you're, you've got a table to pay for, but, exactly. you know, on free comic book day, it really is about giving back, right? I mean, and that's it's great that you guys fans. are doing that. Yeah. So fans. That's, that's fantastic. Um, is there anything you're looking forward to in terms of, like, the comics coming the out Comics, today, uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to see them. Um, I know they had a sale there for some of the stuff. I was looking forward to getting the Daredevil. Package. Oh yeah, the, that was like the the Frank Miller Daredevil. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Like that's like, probably one of the best Daredevil runs that there has been. I know, and I'm I'm a big Daredevil fan. So yeah, you know, like, have you been reading the new stuff, like the Mark Wayne? Uh, yeah, in San Francisco. Yeah, 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 which is really cool. That's really neat. You know, yeah. like trying to reinvent the character. I enjoyed Daredevil, Dark Knights, End of Days, anything with that character. I mean, he's he's my boy. Yeah, you know? he's, he's just he's <laughs> like, cool because he's the him. kind of character where it's like he's he's sort of like a Batman where it's like he's not superhuman. He doesn't yeah, really have exactly. tremendous abilities. He's just like you know he's a skilled kind of superhero. You know, like he exactly. works hard and everything. I mean, exactly. he does have the whole blind like sight Senses, thing, yeah, but like sonar, yeah. even still, like he's definitely more of an everyman kind of hero. Yeah. And he, unlike Bruce Wayne, he's actually an like a guy that has a profession, not like a billionaire playboy. Yeah, exactly. Which is so. like you know it's kind of cool how he's. <laughs> A more relatable character. Yeah, I know he's a he's flawed. He's damaged. Yeah, he has, for sure. He has many faults. Yeah, um, but it's those faults you can relate to. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, like he's got like there are so many struggles that they like he's got got to be one of those characters where the writers have really put him through the yeah. ringer. Like everyone just craps on Daredevil, <laughs> uh, you know. But that's what makes him interesting, right? Is like he just has to deal with heaps of crap all the time. Yeah. Um, but that's that's definitely one to look like that is well worth reading and the it art is. too it's like what Chris Samney or whatever I yeah, think yeah Chris Samney is really it's really good. nice it's really good and also I think later on this month uh, they're going to be releasing the hardcover or the collection oh, yeah. of the Fall from Grace yeah yeah which is when I started with Daredevil that's so 
Oh, <laughs> back in the 90s. That's fantastic, yeah. <laughs> so it you know, pulls some heartstrings there, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely there's definitely some good stuff here. Like, I mean, the, the deals that they have are crazy. Oh, but like, yeah. So hopefully you can get a copy of it, I, I, those yeah. books. <laughs> I mean, I we'll so. see what's left. I mean, there's like lines of people to get in. It's true. It's pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully it goes well for you. I mean, yeah, hey, absolutely. Really yeah. glad that you could uh, come on and talk to us. And, yeah, and, and I hey, can't wait. You know, we'd love, we'd love to have you too. Uh, we got our own podcast as well. Yeah, so no, that's right. I've, I've heard it actually a couple times. It's really yeah. cool. Sorry, what's the yeah. name of the podcast? Plug uh, it real quick. Twincast. 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 Yeah. yeah, we have it right now on the Team of the Earth's YouTube channel. Uh, we can send you some links as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. And also check us out. Uh, check me out at Chilean Storm for like everything. All right, fantastic. Like Pinterest, Twitter, Tumblr. At Chilean Storm, that's the name. All right. Market that, you know. Yeah. Have kids put it on their lunch boxes and all yeah. that stuff. Stickers so. and stuff. No. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, thank you. Thank you for taking the time. All right, cheers. Thanks, Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. And they double as podcast headphones, it seems. So, there you know, win-win. Exactly. All right, so I have, it's uh, Tia Medeiros. Tea. What? Tea. Okay, tea. Yeah, like Sorry. a drink. All right, fair enough. Sorry about that. That's all right. Um, yeah, so another member of Spent Pencils. Yes, sir. As well as an artist and an employee at Stadium Comics here. Yes, I am. So you're like a triple threat, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, especially the uh, the Stadium Comics employee thing. Oh, yeah. I well, think that's, that's uh, you know. <laughs> if, it, if it isn't a big deal on a resume, it ought to be because it's pretty much the coolest place you exactly. can Exactly. It's work. like you could work as like the president's bodyguard and that wouldn't be as important, I'm telling you. No, I don't think so. No, I don't, I don't think so at all. I mean, yeah. come on. There's got to be at least like 20 bodyguards and there's like what? Like six people that work for stadium? It's a, I know. It's so an elite club. It really is. Exactly. Yeah. And there's no doubt there's a lot of demand because it's got to be one of the coolest places to work. Oh, yeah. It's one of the best tries I've ever had. Yeah, I mean yeah. like, well, I, I can only imagine that Kevin and Rob would be pretty cool bosses. Oh, Oh, yeah. Because they're oh, yeah. pretty cool guys, so it stands to reason. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you've got, I guess, a bit of the inside scoop then working at Stadium. What do you think <laughs> about this year's uh, free comic book day? Oh, this is wicked. We have, like, a really nice setup here. I know, right? And the line is humongous. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, like, I got here at, like, 9 this morning, and there was already a line, like, around the bend in oh, the mall. Yeah. And then I'm looking over, and it's the exact same. Like, it hasn't <laughs> changed. So there's, like, a constant stream of people coming to, to score free comics it seems oh yes definitely and <laughs> i'm just happy i'm not working today <laughs> yeah I, I can imagine it's got to be hectic yeah. but luckily you get to sit comfortably at a table here and exactly. do some drawing and yeah. you know hawk some wares yeah you know <laughs> what kind of stuff do you have at, at your table there anyway i haven't even had a chance to flip through it yet um well i have a few prints up um some original work uh, i have a few sketch covers you know and i and i have um a few pages of a, a short comic that i worked on for the uh, the 12-hour comic jam that i did a while back Oh, sweet. What's that about? Uh, it's it's a horror comic, you know, about a guy who meets a girl in a train station, and uh, I will say no more. <laughs> ah, and I want to know more, and I'm sure everyone else does, so buy it. Get it. That's awesome. Yeah, Did you actually soon. complete it in the, the 12 hours? Yeah. That's amazing. See, I tried well, doing I that. I completed most of it. I drew it in the 12 hours, and then I went back, and I, I inked it, and I put some um, some shading onto it. You know what? I'll, I'll give that to you. Because, yeah, I like, cheated a bit. You know what? <laughs> I'm not even... I, well, one, I think that most people that actually start to finish complete uh, 12-hour comic it's yeah. pretty rough around the edges so I mean getting pencils done is totally acceptable in, in my <laughs> eyes because that's good, that's good. you know like yeah. assuming it's halfway clean that's still just as much work it's still really hard to do oh, yeah. um, 
and for me, I've, I've tried doing the 12 hour and I got like four pages done. I was a mess. So I applaud you for getting that done. Thank you. It's, thank you. It's amazing. And I want to check that out now because it sounds like a really cool concept. Oh, fantastic. But uh, yeah. Um, so you've got other projects in the works too, correct? Yes, I do. All right. Uh, so what else do you have going on? Uh, well, I have my own online comic, Tales of Lost. Um, I'm just rewriting and redrawing it to, to release volume one, hopefully um, later this year. Um, maybe I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking for you know maybe in a few months. Yeah. That's what I'm aiming for. Yeah, it's it's uh, always yeah. tough to like <laughs> nail down those deadlines when you've oh, got yeah. like, you know you get distracted. It's like yeah. no one's no one can really afford to be like a professional like full time <laughs> artist. So it's like you know it's, it's like so I'd love hard. to get this done by this time, except for I have a life where yeah. I have everything else. Except I have to for do. Netflix. Yeah, exactly. And Netflix. <laughs> and there's yeah. jobs. There's Netflix. There's exactly. so many things. And there's Netflix so many is such an important component to my life. Oh yeah. Rightly so. What are you watching? Yeah. I have to know. <laughs> I'm doing um, horror movies at the moment. Oh, really? What, what yeah. do you recommend? Ah, uh, you know, I just my, I just showed my friend um, Would You Rather last night. Oh. And uh, you know that game you play, Would You Rather? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, to, yeah, it's that, but except it's like high stakes. Oh. So um, I would definitely recommend people watch it and kind of, you know, develop their own opinion on it. Because it's one of those ones where you, you're really on the fence about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I want to check that out. It makes me think there's a movie that came out recently that's similar kind of a premise called Cheap Thrills, where oh. it's not really a horror per se, but it's like a really fucked up kind of comedy, but kind of kind of thriller, where it's like this married couple, like he needs money, so like they meet a rich married couple, and yeah. it's basically a series of dares that get really fucked up. Oh. Yeah, it's supposed that to be really like cool. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I've heard interesting things about it, but that sounds like, when you told me about that, that sounds like a similar concept. I'd watch that. Yeah. So are you a big, like, horror junkie then, or? Um, at the moment, I am. I go ah. through phases. Oh, okay. You know, I just got over, like, an action phase before this, and um, I think the only genre that I don't really watch is romantic comedies. Other than that, I, I devour everything, pretty much. That's funny, because, like, romantic comedies, I feel like it's not a genre that anyone truly, like, loves. Like, no one's like, I, I love romantic, I live for romantic comedies. But it's virtually true. everyone watches them. They're, like, the yeah. most, like, digestible type of film you could, you could watch. Like, it's yeah. just so easy. Easy to, to you know deal like you know to just sort of watch like background just, movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's popcorn stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I actually recently watched a horror movie that was profoundly messed up. Have you seen Martyrs? Oh, oh man! I'm wow. sorry for your brain. Oh, but it was so good. It's so messed. It's actually my favorite horror films. Yeah, it's it it's amazing. Was a game changer. I watched that. I was like, and the thing is, is I'm not really into like the horror, like the torture porn kind of horror. Yeah. Which this definitely straddles that line. It does. There's definitely does. some pretty messed up stuff like that, but yeah. at the same time, it's also really weird and psychological and a, yeah. just a really smart film in a lot of ways. It so is. I was, it really is. Yeah, that, that was like that's my horror recommendation to people listening. <laughs> but uh, that's awesome. I mean, so to get back on the webcomic, because we totally went tangential there, <laughs> which woo. is totally fine. That's what this is all about. It's, it's the fun stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you, you're doing a webcomic, which is awesome. And it's funny you said you're redrawing like the first book, right? Yeah. Um, um, you're, you're like the second webcomic uh, creator that I've met that's done that. Because when we interviewed um, Meg Kearney, uh, 
uh, on the podcast, she does Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Um, she said the exact same thing, <laughs> which I told her, and like me and Meg Carter, who was also on the podcast, both said the same thing, which is you're crazy. Just just put it out there because you're never going to be happy with your work that you yeah, did a while true. ago. Yeah. And I feel like web uh, web comics are especially guilty of that because just the format. The, yeah. you're, you're releasing it on like a scheduled timeline. You're not going to get it all done all in one go. Oh, so no. like it's over yeah. a really like sort of. Uh, extended sort of period of time yep. and your your work can't help but develop over that it's time. It's true, it's true. Um, so, I don't know, my personal yeah. opinion, although you're free to do whatever the hell you <laughs> want. that I'm what, crazy? <laughs> what the hell do I know? Not that you're crazy, that you're an artist and that you've got probably like a certain amount of insecurity about your art, which most artists oh, do. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but what I would say is that put it out there as is yeah. because I know from, from like my my perspective as someone that reads web, web comics, I like to see that progression too. Like oh, yeah, I think it's yeah. really interesting to see like um, one that I've read since I was literally in high school was Penny Arcade. Yeah. And oh man, the style developed so much for them. Insanely, it's yeah. to it's to an, a whole other degree to the point where it's like he started out. Um, what's his name? It's uh, Michael Hollick, I think, is the guy that. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so, yeah, yeah. He's the 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 artist, but. His art started out very crude, very rudimentary. He was not like a classically trained artist by any means. Oh, not, but it's yeah. become such a stylized, like sort of cartooned medium. Like, like his art is so stylized now that I see people emulating him now. Yeah. Which is astounding. It's awesome to see, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, so I mean, that that's one of those things where it's like that guy, if he went and tried to, to do all of his old stuff in the style he, is, he does now, he would never get anything done. Oh, yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. So I mean, like, there's so much room to cover. I, well, for, yeah. for me, the main reason why I'm redoing um, Tales of Lost is I kind of sat down with the writing and I'm like, there are plot holes that I really need to fix. Because oh, that okay. was the problem. Was well, that's that's I, fair. I was kind of like, I need to get this done, and yeah. so I started, and I didn't realize all the plot holes that were there, and I'm like, oh. this needs to be fixed. Yeah, well, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, to me, that makes sense as a yeah. as a writer, especially because you know, a yeah. webcomic's almost like a first draft. Exactly. You, you're yeah. kind of going on the fly and working through it, and yeah. then it's not until you get a chance to look at it in the big picture like yeah. oh there's some problems yeah, here I should have wrote this first yeah well I mean more than I did <laughs> but you can't right I mean well yeah. it's really hard to do that it is it I mean because really I mean sure if you had it all written out in advance and then you were working on it along the way but yeah. if it's something like uh, an evolving kind of webcomic that you're going and you're I don't want to say like by the seat of your pants but like you might have a roadmap, but you're basically yeah. writing it as you're creating it you're, you're going to run into those obstacles. That's just, uh, you exactly. know. So, I mean, so that, that makes sense. Experience. I get that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I can respect your your choice. <laughs> I'll let you go. But, you let uh, me off with this one. Thank um, you. But, you know, I just think it's it's definitely, like, for me, I, I liked getting back to the Penny Arcade thing. I liked yeah. seeing that progression. I like seeing, like, oh, you can see this is at the part where you start developing this this technique or this, this style or, yeah. you know, this is where you started to get a little bit cleaner with these lines. Um, it's a cool thing with something like that that's more chronological. Uh, but your book then, is it like a serialized uh, kind of comic where it's like it's telling an ongoing story? Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah, it's, um, it's just kind of a, like a fantasy adventure kind of deal, you know, and so it's, it's, it is just following 
one character and like her adventures to this world that she has no idea where she is and she has to kind of adjust to it and and save her um, her childhood sweetheart kind of deal. Sweet. What's the what's like the context? Is it like a fantasy or? Yeah, it's a it's kind of a, a steampunk fantasy kind of deal. Awesome. Yeah, because I, I like I kept seeing these steampunk things and I'm like, what is this? And so I looked into it and I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> There's so much you can do with this genre. The, well, like just the designs and the visuals are exactly. so interesting and unique. Yeah, and, and the science that you can create with it. Yeah, it's true. It's so much fun. And that's always fun when you can play in a world where the science is open to interpretation and free to create with it. Precisely. Yeah. yeah. And you can just make up stuff and it doesn't matter because it's a different world. Exactly. Right. As long as it you, know, you can you can find a way to make it make sense. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. as long as the internal logic, yeah, the internal yeah. logic works. That Precisely. that's exactly I mean that's world building in general, I guess. Yeah, yeah. which I love. I love world building. Which is awesome. I'm terrible at it, but I, <laughs> I, I love it in theory. It's, it's my favorite <laughs> thing in the world. I love yeah. doing it. <laughs> but um well then in that case let, let me get you to plug the actual webcomic. Where can people find it? Yeah, How should no, people no. be ingesting it? All right, well, um, eventually, we're going to be um, posting it on the Sequentials, yeah. uh, which is a site I'm doing with my friend, um, Ma- uh, Mad Sketch. That well? And uh, that w- that's website, we're trying to get it up by this summer. Uh, but hopefully, I'll have I'll probably be either posting it on my own website or something along those lines. Okay. At the moment, though, yeah. you can read um, the old draft. Okay. It's still up. <laughs> I kept it up. There you go. You can get the original take before she changes it all. Exactly. Before she ruins it. No. <laughs> so that one's at um, Tales of Lost thecomicseries.com okay and uh, you can find it there and just kind of see uh, the terrible terrible train wreck that it was before before <laughs> you, you see the amazingness that will come out you'll get people coming out of the woodwork being like it was better before and like exactly you know like webcomic <laughs> hipsters will start coming yeah, like, at you being like well, I was I reading it before they did exactly rewrite. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's like manatees and you know explosions and stuff so it'll be fun that sounds amazing yeah. uh, and is there a way that people can find you on the interwebs to follow your work uh, yes there is uh, you can go to um, T underscore M and that's um, T A underscore E M dot deviantart.com or you could go to uh, Tobly Awesome so that's T O B L Y Awesome dot Tumblr.com. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, T. It was thank a pleasure chatting. So thank you so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> So I am here with Nick Luke. Yep. Uh, yet another spent pencils, uh, you know. Soldier. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is? It's yeah, like this like shirt. You know what it is? Oh, we actually should talk about this shirt afterwards, but well, no. It's, why don't we talk about it now? Let's okay. talk a little bit about the shirt. Well, it's, yeah, it says a spent soldier on it, and it's got the logo, and then it's like on the left side, you could see another logo. It's actually based, inspired by the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I could totally see the, the aesthetic of the Winter Soldier. Exactly. Okay. Oh. No, for sure. I went to see the movie. I fell in love with that character. He is just so bad. Have you seen the film? I have, and I've read the book too. Like, yeah. The, well, I've read like the, the whole uh, Death of uh, Captain America. Exactly. Know, and what happens after? Yeah. Who becomes Captain America? Exactly. So. Spoilers. No, Spoil. I know. If you don't know that by now, you. Yeah. I mean, like. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. No, but like it's all over. It's not exactly uh, you know a big secret thing. For it's sure. It's funny though, because like especially in the comics. Um, and I've heard this said before, and it's a good point, is that, like, with comics, spoilers aren't really a thing. Yeah. Because they tell you about mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Yeah. It's more about how it happens. Yeah. Whereas movies and television, people are like, don't tell me what's going to happen. I, I need to, like, yeah. find out while it happens. Exactly. Which is really weird. It's a, it's a reverse thing. Exactly. I mean, like, right now with Marvel, uh, yeah. Death of Wolverine. Exactly. I know. I heard that. I was like, what? Yeah. But have they done that before? I don't think they have. Oh, well, then you know what? That's something different. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I can't think of the character. 
character actually being killed off. Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like, oh, he'll be dead for a year. Yeah, and then he'll come back. Yeah, exactly. He'll come back somehow. But no, so it was from, based on the, um, basically, it was based off the Winter Soldier, and I was sitting at a McDonald's, actually, and I was talking to uh, Arnold, who's the founder of Sven Pencils, and I was talking to him, and I'm like, you know what? Basically, before Sven Pencils, my art training was very, like, limited, and basically, it was the, a lot of the members in the crew, the critiques, their guidance, and everything, which I loved, that guided me. So I said, well, the Winter Soldier's a product of, of you know... No spoilers, but the project of doing of becoming powerful by the guys who made like that. I'm trying to edit my so I don't spoil it. Do whatever, but like yeah. It's oh yeah, yeah. Through training and guidance. Yeah. Exactly. So I am. I said I'm the product of Sven Pencil, so I'm a Sven soldier. And we got a few Sven soldiers in the crew, which is really cool. Well, that's that's awesome because I mean that's what I mean that's a very traditional thing in the art world where um, you know you you have like artists take uh, apprentices essentially. Right? Exactly. It's, it's a similar kind of parallel. Exactly. Fantastic For sure. To my mind, I think that's probably one of the best ways to foster good artists. Yeah. Is for them to work very directly and apprentice under an artist. Exactly. Rather than going to an art program and all that, which is good, it's fine. I mean, like, I'm not saying don't go to art school. Of course. But, you know, that's how it's traditionally been done, and that's how you've seen some of the greatest artists of all time. Yeah. Develop is under, you know, under the wing of, of very good artists. Yeah. You know, so I think that's really awesome. No, for so, sure. So, I mean, uh, what kind of work are you doing right now? Well, right now, I'm really just trying to perfect myself, perfect my craft. As I said, this is the first time I've really gotten super serious to draw regularly. So I'm definitely just trying to push myself to get better. Not as fast as possible, but just to keep keep going, keep growing, keep improving. So basically, I'm learning from, like, everybody in Sven Pencils gives their critiques, and I love it all. That's what the crew's about. It's all about helping each other, helping each other grow and get better. That's what the crew is all about. One of the main things, and it's just like, you know, I love it. So Well, then, as, like, as a I sort of still a student, so I'm still a learning artist. What would you say is one of the biggest uh, challenges you face? With something like as far as improving your art. In terms of that, it's really starting from the beginning. It's like when I've been drawing since I was like five, obviously, drawing off and on, and I wanted to be my own comic and that, but. I had no training in terms of like foundation in that. So when you see them, they're like your foundations. You have the, your details that you're kind of good at, but you gotta like really step back. So, and all I've drawn really is like male characters because I had trouble with the female body. So basically, what I had to do, especially what Oliver and Vince was telling me, was that I have to really break down what I've learned and start fresh. Yeah, that's extreme challenge because you're taking away all this knowledge that you know, and it's not how you're supposed to draw to draw properly. And it's getting there, and it's good, and I love it. But it's definitely a challenge. The thing about good thing about the females, it's very simple. Didn't really draw them, so I don't know about it. So basically, it's just fresh, starting from the beginning. Yeah, so, so you have a little bit of cleaner slate, whereas it's hard yeah. to break bad habits, right? I exactly, mean, for sure. So, yeah. That's that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. uh, as far as like the comics world goes, like, has, has your art always been mostly inspired by comics? or? I am not just inspired by comic books. I like comics. I like comic books. Marvel, DC, all that stuff is fantastic. But I'm a huge fan of what the Japanese are doing. I love Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts. You know, Metal Gear Solid. I'm a huge fan of what the Japanese are doing. Their art is extreme. I, you hear things not about how it's bad, but how it's different. But that's why I like the artwork. It really inspires me. There's also a huge... Uh, my favorite... I think my favorite artist out there, besides Michael Turner, 
is definitely an artist called Min Woo Hyung, if I pronounce that correctly. If I do, I apologize. He's a Korean artist. You hear that movie Priest that came out yeah. back in 2011? It was loosely based off of his stuff. Okay. So, not a fan of the movie, but the, <laughs> but the original Manwaha, which is like manga, but in Korean, right. is like my favorite. He's a, you think he's a genius? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because, you know, that, like, I mean, manga's definitely blown up in North American culture oh, yeah. in a big way. It's mm. not hard to, but, you know, something like Korean uh, art and, and everything, like, uh, that's something that isn't necessarily quite on the radar. And I'm sure there's, like, there's got to be tons of countries where there's art that's, you know, being created that's fantastic. Absolutely. For sure. I know I've seen, like, uh, Chinese is a bunch of artists. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal stuff. Oh, God, yeah. It's not big like the, the stuff in Japan is, you know? Like, yeah. Every no, everywhere there's, there's always great art everywhere. You know what I mean. And there's even mangas that have great art. Some people don't count manga as something like an official style, but it is. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, every everything is so like I mean, every every artist has you know value in terms of what they do. It's a craft, right? Yeah. I mean, it may not be your style. But yeah. It's definitely. Yeah, it's definitely like it's valid it has of value. course um, so I mean I'm not the kind of person like I don't personally read a lot of manga and stuff like that I have trouble with the books you know, yeah back. oh it, it, <laughs> no. you know what it threw me off at first I was like whoa but you know what you catch on after like literally you give it like uh, give me five ten minutes yeah. it starts to slowly sink in so you know sadly I think the reason that I, I don't get into manga is because I'm too cheap because every every book has like 20 volumes yeah Same. no it's true I can't invest that. I don't have the uh, shelf space. I don't have the money. Oh. I don't have the time. Oh well, yeah. I mean, like, you know, mm. it's just it's they're, they're big stories. No, I hear you. Well, it's like play like soap operas. Kind of no, exactly. That's actually one of the reasons I kind of like them in a sense. Certain ones, though. Some of them go like. This is no offense to Naruto, but that one's been on for a while, and I'm just impressed how long it's gone and how it's such a huge fan base. I'm like, whoa, I also look at Bleach, it's like, wow. But if you're dedicated to it, you know what? Go for it. Absolutely. So, um, is there, in, in terms of like stuff you're doing, is there anything you want to plug or like your, your uh, presence that you want to tell people about? Uh, basically, right now, uh, you know what? There's not, I'm working on a few projects, but right now, it's all about getting my art better. So, if anyone's going to plug anything, check out the artists that spend pencils. All the artists there are fantastic. From every single member has a unique style that they bring to the table. You know what I mean? You go to www.spendpencils.com or you check out Spend Pencils on Facebook. They're all fantastic artists. I'll, they are amazing. They're like a family to me. And without them, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today. So basically, I want to plug every artist to Spend Pencils and say thank you. All right. Fantastic. All right. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you, man. Absolutely, man. Happy to have So I have the venerable Vinsunago. Thank you. Podcast, who is I, I? I would go so far as to say a local legend, as far as illustrators go. Uh, local, yes, legend, not yet. I would say so. I, would say so. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to say it, but I will. But um, yeah, I mean, phenomenal illustrator uh, and one of the founders of Spent Pencils. Yes. And now Trickshot. Trickshot Press is there. Yes. Yes. So uh, tell me a little bit about that because I'm, I'm curious about it. Yeah, you know, it's like, um, this is a good idea going with Spent. Uh, spent Pencil, it's, it's, a, it's more of a community. And if you see us at the shows, we're really just about the family having fun. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is. And we all support each other in every way. And then with, uh, with Trickshot, it's a collaboration of other artists. And we're trying to do more like... You know, doing projects and getting a team together to do like other stuff. Yeah. Uh, but with Spent, it's such an open thing. 
where there's other guys in the group that are also part of other groups. Yeah. You know, you got like Heroes of the World have their own thing. Um, and then there's another one too I can't think offhand, but it, it is, it, it's open for the crew and everyone supports everybody. So the family gets bigger every time. And with Trickshot, you know, it's just another extension. Yeah, which is, I mean, I've had a couple of people, like today from, from, uh, Pencils talk to me. It's really interesting. I mean, like, it's partly like, almost like a apprentice pro, uh, like program in the sense of yeah. Uh, and then there's just sort of like a sense of community and yeah. reaching out to community. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's a really cool thing, um, that I think, like, you should see more of. I mean, I think that that's it's a yeah. thing that you see artists banding together and just, you know, using, like, that sense of community to build yeah. something better. You know, because with, with us, I find is just the fact that um, I think why it's strong and why it's growing and it's still around, because there's a lot of groups yeah. that come and go. And the only reason why I find is his ego. You know, every artist has their own little thing and they think they're better than everybody else. Well, it's I mean, up there. Yeah, I mean, everyone has has the ambition to be yeah. the best. Yeah, it is the goal. But someday it might engulf some people. Yeah. And then when you got two guys sticking one way, they'll bump heads all the time. <laughs> and our rule is when, you, when you're part of SPEN and join SPEN, it's really number one rule is no ego. Yeah. Be humble, have passion, and third one is actually just get along with everybody. And that's what works for the whole group. And you know what? Everybody there, we don't look at each other as I'm better than you, whatever. We actually just look at it, everyone is equal. So if you ever see us in a crew, we always call each other captains. Yeah. Because we're, we're captains and our, and our art workers are ship. And we're the ones that guide our, our own ways of guiding that ship. We're the captains. That's a wonderful, confusing metaphor. It is, and that's how it works. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, I think that's really awesome. And I guess so, Trickshot is specifically just for projects. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, specifically for project, but at the same time, you know, trying to grow the name as, a, as an artist as well. Oh. I mean, there's always different ways of, like, you know, as an artist, you got to really put your name out there. You can't be known in the basement. Well, yeah, that's right. I mean, Plain and like, simple. Well, especially in this day and age, I mean, we're, we're in an age where... You know, just having good art alone isn't enough to Not get enough. you on the radar. Yeah. Because there's so many people, like, you can go on the internet and find thousands of people yeah. with tremendous work. Uh, you have to get people to care about what you're doing. Yeah, and that's what it would... Who you are. I mean, who you are is definitely a part of it. It helps, and it's important, because I always tell everybody in the crew, is like, honestly, like, we're all, like, struggling artists either way. Yeah. You're right? And then, but you always got to put a name to your art. Because really, it's the people, when they see the art, they see the artist, they got to fall in love with the artist. Because there's a lot of artists out there, like, no matter what kind of style you got, if you're there, you can sell whatever you want, and they'll buy because they want to support you. Yeah. But if you're not there, they just see the art, but they don't see the person behind it. It's it's a tougher sell. For it is. You know, and I mean, people want to support people they like. That's why I'm all about the whole, okay, yeah. don't be a dick philosophy. You know, just, <laughs> yeah. Just don't be, don't be a dick. You know, like, exactly. Such a dick. I mean, it doesn't help you in any way. Uh, and I had a fun conversation with um, Megan Carter of Takeoff yeah. and uh, Meg Kearney. And they had a conversation basically where they talked about an undisclosed person who had a problem with, like, he was like, he didn't like the audience he was attracting. Like, everyone, everyone that likes my work is a dick. Yeah. Well, maybe because, and they were like, he wasn't a nice guy. It's like, well, maybe because you're a dick. And you're like, you get, yeah. you, know, you get, you put in, you know, like, you exactly. Get back what you put out. And yep. so, I mean, if you go out there with a good attitude, 
Good fans. You know, and as I think it works, I mean, especially when you deal with fans and all. I mean, like, I mean, as a fan for like anything, like from music, art, whatever. I mean, it takes one little, oh yeah, you know, bad, you know, experience to say like, I liked you before, but now I don't. Yeah, because you're a dick. Well, I mean, I've got my own sort of horror story I've talked about before. I won't, like, I won't go into it again, but basically I've, I've met artists at conventions where they stopped me and they were really rude and, you know, it, it ruined the experience for yeah. me. And, you know, I still credit them as being fantastic artists, but I don't want to support them. Yeah. You know, like, they're going to do fine without me. Exactly. Thinking, you know, like, so I, I 100% agree with that and I think that's a good attitude to have. Um, Definitely. Yeah, but I mean... Beyond that, uh, like, are you working on any projects right now? I'm, I'm curious because, like, the last thing I remember you doing as a comic book work was Son of God. Or yeah. Fred Kennedy. Yes. Which was awesome. Fred. I mean, that, that first, like that first book anyway was fantastic. Yeah. And I think that's where it's it's unfortunately stuck at right. Yeah. Now. I'm in limbo right now. Yeah, I know it's. Uh, I'm not sure of all the details yet, but that was one of the projects we worked on. There are a few more issues. Yeah. But I don't know all the details because really I just get the work and I work on it and move on to the next project, and it really depends on that person to bring it all out at the yeah. end. I mean, I can only do so much on my part, of course. Oh, that's right. I guess I got to take every job that comes along, so. I mean, you know, the collaborative process, you're, you're at the behest of your collaborator. Yeah. Oh, I would love to work on more projects with Fred, for sure. Yeah, he's a great writer. Yeah, he's, he's an awesome guy, and, uh, you know, like, love to work on more stuff. But, you know, you move on to the next, and hopefully there'll be more. Because, like, with, you know, with any kind of project you work with, it's not full-time. You work it, you move on to the next. Well, I mean, unless you're, like, a full-time staffer at Marvel or DC, you know, yeah. like, you got to, you're a freelancer, you got to be aware of how long is this project going to take you to? Yeah. What's, what's my next job after? You know, you've been doing that a long time. Oh, yeah. Wow. Like, cool. do, you, do you eventually strike a balance, or, like, are you turning, I, turning down work at this point? Like, yeah, you know, what's funny. Like, I mean, busy, I mean, I... I for me as an artist, you know, I'll take on like a lot of work that I feel like I will have a fun time with. Yeah. As a, you know, and sometimes I'll turn on projects just because I, if, I, if I don't feel it, I, I can't really do it. Even if the money is a lot. Yeah. Because like, if you gotta imagine taking a project just for the money is not the way you want to go into the art. You got, you really gotta have passion behind it because doing this stuff over and over, you really have to love it. Well, it's not money maker, but you gotta love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, exactly. What's what's the point if you don't love it? Exactly. You know, if you don't love it, get, like work at a post office or something, it's gonna be an easier job, and you're gonna get probably get paid. As well, yeah. I mean, like if you know, I'm not to say if I'm working on a, if I'm I'm drawing drawing superheroes, but if I got a project where I have to draw, you know, Mickey Mouse, honestly, I have a harder time drawing stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's easier for me to do superheroes on my own take, where I, that drawing a Mickey Mouse is a set format it's a set style and I have to draw pretty much forced to draw that way yeah you have to work with a certain brand. yeah and for me as an artist uh, yeah well, I mean, some people can do that like no yeah they can just basically tackle any yeah thing like that and that's their thing um but but for me it, it's tougher yeah I think it's well I mean the, the, the one trick about being an artist I think is that you know it is really hard for a lot of hours to put in but if you actually like what you're doing you don't feel it exactly I mean I put in so many hours and so many projects I do and other stuff I'm working on but you know I'd rather do that than work on a retail store for three hours yeah exactly you know as soon as you come in you're just waiting to get out <laughs> so, no offense on retail I worked in retail too I love yeah, it yeah no I'm, I'm <laughs> slogged in there too but it's definitely 
definitely not the fun place that you, you know, like the dream of being. When you exactly. Versus being an artist. Exactly. You know, doing comic book work and stuff like that. That's, you know, tons of kids yeah. Hey, that's how it is. I mean, artists are a, a, a different breed. Yeah. You know, we're literally like, we have, we need our wings to spread. Exactly. <laughs> they don't care what it is. So They'll do it. <laughs> Fly like gypsies. <laughs> Fly like gypsies. <laughs> No, no, I, glad I you had me. I want for like a proper full sit down because you know you're you've got so much work under your belt and you, you've got so much experience that I could talk about art with you all day. Oh, you know what? Like if you if you did a thing where you have a whole bunch of us, yeah. we can go on forever, and you'll have a hell of a fun time, and we'll eat some Kit Kats and. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Look forward to that. The, the endless podcast. <laughs> the entire spent Kit Pencil. Trust me, it'll be endless. <laughs> you'll, it'll be endless. All right. Awesome. All right, so that was the first part of the live podcast. Uh, I hope you found them interesting. And as always, you can get a hold of us uh, at our Twitter page, at TheGeekyon, or at Facebook.com slash GeekyOn, and give us some feedback about the event because uh, we were super excited to do it. Uh, we have to say thanks once again to uh, the guys at Stadium Comics because they were phenomenal hosts, and it was an amazing event. Um, and, yeah, get back to us and let us know what you thought about it because uh, I'd love to do more of these sorts of live events uh, assuming there's a demand for it so uh, stay tuned later this week part two coming up lots of really cool interviews I'm gonna have uh, Adam Gorham on there who I've been dying to actually do a talk with for a while Um, Sean Hatton uh, reviews on the run Uh, Shane comes on for a repeat interview Shane Heron uh, there's lots of really good stuff, so come on back uh, next, or sorry, on Thursday, and check out the rest of it.